3: Perfect
0: week for it. The perfect week for it. For one thing, you know, you're heading into Christmas. Um, I think a lot of people and families, uh, while you're buying yourself and your kids stuff, turn their gaze toward some sort of charitable um, uh, endeavor. Absolutely. And after weeks of seeing the worst of humanity, whether it's their, uh, their their sex lives or or whatever else that's going on in the news, we're gonna take kind of a break from it this week as we focus on good.
1: Yeah, indeed. There are a hell of a lot of really good people in the United States of America. And um, and they don't get enough attention. Uh, and you are going to get an opportunity to be one of those really good people this week. And, and we're going to be raising money in the inimitable A&G fashion for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. It is an organization, you know, let me say at the outset, that is so... Efficient with your charity dollars, they may be the most efficient charity on earth. I don't know. I can't make that claim. I haven't looked at all of them, but they are incredibly efficient.
0: One of the key factors in us getting involved with anything is
1: that. But Warrior Foundation Freedom Station assists four main groups of warriors. The seriously injured, returning home from war with immediate medical and emotional needs. Those suffering from post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury. Those undergoing physical or occupational therapy and transitioning warriors who've been medically retired and remain in our community. Now, it's this last group that that was the real impetus be, behind opening Freedom Station. It's a unique transitional housing facility that provides the injured warriors with acclimation time, guidance, physical and emotional resources to successfully make the transition from military service to civilian life, many of whom are dealing with some some heavy, heavy stuff. They do miraculous work. We love Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, and the uh, founder and president of uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station joins us, Sandy Lemcooler. Hey, Sandy, how are you?
2: I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on the air today. and And our warriors are preparing for Christmas, and we have handed out. Um, airplane ticket postcards that simply say you're going to wake up in your own bed in your own state with your own family Christmas morning. And so now I'm going to make sure that we can send these warriors home. So it's not only the battle injured, but it is the warriors who are injured, like let's say in a training situation or have been injured going and coming from work. I'm, I'm proud of the fact that right now We don't have a lot of battle injured coming home. I mean, this is a great country, and and we're blessed to live in this country, and you never know what's going to happen. So we've got their six, and we're at their ready.
1: And so, listen, you mentioned mentioned the uh, sending the Warriors home for Christmas thing, which is part of what the money we raise is going to go to. And and these are battle-injured, training-injured folks, folks dealing with PTSD, who at the scariest time of their life, we're going to say to them, look, we're flying you home to mom and dad, or in some it, cases, your wife and kids, uh, for Christmas. You don't have to worry about a thing. Just, you know, here's your flight, go home, be with the family for the holidays, which is just so fantastic.
2: It it really is. And, you know, honestly, it helps not only that warrior but it helps the whole family to know that that guy that now has no legs or that lady who no longer has legs is going to be able to have a somewhat normal life. And people have to remember that, you know, everybody is shocked in the family by this type of a a crisis. And I have to tell you, I've had warriors who go home and When they get home, I don't know if it's mom's good cooking or dad telling them to knock on it, but when they come back from being home, um, they're much better about doing their therapies. They're much better about going to their doctors. um, Their PTS is a little bit less anxiety at this point. Um, it's, It's incredible what a simple thing like an airplane ticket can do to make someone's life better.
0: Uh, we've been talking to Sandy for years, and uh, we know we have a lot of uh, new listeners right now that that don't know any that this is your introduction to Warrior Foundation Free- Freedom Station. Sandy, tell tell the story that we've heard several times, whether it's about the razors or or the boots, the sort of thing that you people have done.
2: Well, basically, when the war started, about two thousand three, two thousand four, we were already engaged, um, and I was up at the hospital, and I saw a bunch of warriors who were on crunch- crutches, had they had pins in them, they had halos on their necks, and so being a Navy wife and a Navy mom, I knew that our active duty military cannot solicit in any way, shape, or form for help. So I said it was right, right about November, right around Thanksgiving, and I said to the warriors. What do you guys need? And they kind of stood tall, even in crutches, even with their hands holding, you know, pins in them. And they said, nothing, ma'am, we're fine. And I thought, well, I've heard that response before. That's a public relations person telling them not to say anything. So I waited till they got in the elevator. I jumped in the elevator, hit the stop button, turned around and said, all right, you Marines, tell me what you need. (laughs) And so they said, it was was really funny. They were kind of afraid of me at first. Um, And they said, well, ma'am. You know, he uses his left arm. I use my right arm. We can put on our shirts and button our buttons. We can lace our boots. We can do almost everything except shave. And we're always getting hit on not having a clean shave. And I said, so what do you guys need, Marines? And they said, well, ma'am, we need the Noroco Cool Skin Razor that dispenses lotion with one button. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And I write all this down on my hand because I raise girls. I have two girls. And so I go home to my husband and I say, take me over to the base and we're going to have a little razor class. So I found out that these razors were about $65 a piece back then. And I had found out that there were about 300 warriors. That was a little bit of misinformation I got from the hospital, but I didn't full blast ahead. You know, damn the torpedoes, $65 times 300. I thought, oh, my goodness, this is a little above our pay grade so i contacted a radio station and in 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 the matter of 45 minutes the firestorm of giving that is california and other states that understood we were at war and these were a simple need we raised enough money to start getting all of the razors delivered on a huge pallet we bagged them we tagged them we delivered them and those guys got electric razors for christmas that was the first year
1: and then tell us about the boots which is a wonderful story
2: um well basically what happened is there were a bunch of our warriors sitting around up at the barracks area so realize there's a hospital bed when they're in a hospital bed we fly family members in give them hotel rooms do whatever that warrior needs to get back on his or her feet so we're we're providing all year long next they move to a barracks where they're not well enough to go back to their ships or their commands um, but they're certainly not able to go back you know they're just they're preparing they're learning to use new arms and legs well when you get a prosthetic leg, you are given a lightweight gym shoe on the bottom of it because when you try to swing that leg, it's a lot of weight to learn to swing with your core muscles, your back, your your legs. So basically they, they wear a gym shoe. And when they're in formation, they all have their uniforms on, except you can always tell who the amputees are because they have a gym shoe on. Well, our Marines didn't like that. Our sailors didn't like that. So they were in, in the staff room, and they're all sitting around with their legs off, upside-down, anvil style, and they're trying to push a boot onto that prosthetic leg or that foot. Well, those legs do everything. They're incredible, incredible technology, except they don't quite point to go into a big Marine boot. So I'm watching the guys. And and they're using language I won't use now, real Marine language. Um, And I finally said to the guys, hey, guys, let's just put a zipper up the back of the boot. Well, honestly, you'd have thought I told them to tear down the Statue of Liberty. I was going to desecrate that Marine boot. So I took um, one of the staff sergeant's boots that was retiring, and I took it to a gentleman, and I explained to him what we were trying to do, and that gentleman put a zipper up the back of that boot. We can slip the foot in, zip it up the back, because they they don't have to worry about a, a zipper being on their heel anymore. And we pull the pant leg down over that. We got an ultralight boot. And the shoemaker that does that <clears throat> has charged us $25 since 2005. And he still, to this day, put zippers in our boots. And the guys can swing those legs. They're in full uniform, standing in formation. And I'm telling you, for a Marine that gives that young man back his mojo, that Marine is a Marine again. And it makes all the difference in the world for them. Simple things, a razor, a boot, a cottage, hopefully someday a second location. Um, I'm amazed at how easy it is to make somebody else's life better.
1: Sandy Lemcooler is the president, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Uh, You're a volunteer, uh, Sandy, like virtually everybody, right?
2: Right. We do not have any paid salaries, nor do we have any board members that are paid, nor do we have myself that's paid, because we've been very blessed as Americans in this country. And My husband did 31 years in the Navy. My daughter's in in the military. My youngest works for national counterterrorism. And when I um, got um, outsourced from my wonderful job, my first thought wasn't, oh, my goodness, I'm losing my job. My first thought was you better keep sending the two pallets of water up to the hospital you promised. They do to this day. But. My husband said, Sandy, you've wanted to open Freedom Station for years. This is a necessary thing. Don't go get a job. Go open Freedom Station. Give it two years. It is such a an honor to be able to help these warriors, and I'm telling you, this Little Pod has a different philosophy than other transition locations, because what we do is we get these warriors a year before they get out of the military. Why wait till they're standing on the corner with a sign in their hand that says, help me? When we can get them before they get out, they're going through their med boards. It's a tough day when you tell a sailor he's not going to be a sailor anymore. And all he's wanted to do was give to his country. And so we offer them the opportunity to move into Freedom Station. They get up in the morning, slap on their legs, put on their boots, go up to the hospital, do their medical, do their military stuff, and then come home at night. They pay a little bit of rent. They're learning to live like civilians. And it is working. It's truly working. We have assistance of incredibly qualified volunteers. Volunteers, none of them paid that come and help our warriors over and over and over and over. And I'm, I'm so honored to be able to fly these people home all over the country, all over. I mean, the only state I didn't hear was that we didn't have anyone going to Alaska this year.
1: Mm. Sandy Lemkooler of Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Hey, Sandy, we're going to talk again uh, more than once this week, and we're going to talk some of the warriors who, who've been helped out by Warrior Foundation Freedom Station as well. But thanks for helping kick it off.
2: Thank you so much and everyone have a merry christmas.
1: Okay, thanks. Hey, listen, I just as the parent of of some young people who are transitioning into being adults, one of the things that just blew me away about Freedom Station is that a lot of these kids, I'm officially an old guy. I refer to people in their 20s as kids. Um a lot of these these men and women who come out of the military dealing with terrible physical wounds or psychic wounds whatever, Um, They're also being tossed out into the real world, some of whom uh, enlisted when they were 17, 18 years old. They've never had a job interview. They've never uh, paid a bill. They've never had a credit card. They've never paid rent. Um, And they're dealing with these terrible injuries which is how we end up with so many you know, homeless vets and so many terrible, terrible stories. Well, Freedom Station is there for them to help them learn all those skills while they're dealing with their physical therapy, their post-traumatic stress disorder, whatever. Um, and, and,
0: God, they just, they're doing miracles for these people. Perfect time to hit you with this is how you give money to make more of that happy. You go to armstrongandgettyradio.com, armstrongandgettyradio.com. We've made it uh, simple and obvious at armstrongandgettyradio.com. We have a goal this week. We didn't know what to set the goal at because outside of, you know, San Diego, where we've been talking about this for years, for the rest of you, this is new to you. And I don't know how long it'll take you to catch on to what it's all about. You just heard uh, Sandy. If, you know, I, I don't know what you have to do to end up ending up uh, being a saint, but she she's the closest of anybody I've ever known. Um, she, she She should be on the fast track. But hopefully hearing her, you got an idea what this is all about. Uh, go to com. We're going to try to raise $300,000 this week. I don't know if that's high or low. I know we can raise that much money. We've done it in the past for good uh, good causes. That's right. So
1: give as much as you can. Go to com. You know, once in a while we hear people say, well, you know, I'm not from San Diego, and I, you know, I'd like to support. Listen, do you know how the military works? As Sandy made reference to, there are kids from all 50 states at Balboa Medical Center. And probably foreign countries as well or serving in the US military. It's it's everyone. It's all Americans giving to support these guys and gals at a
0: critical time in their life. We're not going to beat you to death with this all week long, but we are going to remind you every single day because we're going to raise $300,000 or more this week. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. By the way, we got a bunch of texts from store owners talking about how much stuff gets stolen from them. No oh boy, That's pretty amazing. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show. No. survey finds that 4 out of 5 Americans believe that sexual harassment is happening in the workplace, while 1 out of 5 couldn't respond because their boss's penis was blocking the keyboard. <laughs> oh, and I almost forgot about this week's batch of predators. It's just a whole segment of the news now. We just got to announce the names every week like Powerball numbers. <laughs> Oof. Trouble times. I saw uh, there was a poll last week, and we didn't talk about it on Friday because we were doing a no-touch Friday or whatever, but um, it was, uh, does exposing yourself count as sexual harassment? And 20% of dudes said it doesn't. <sighs> I'd like that 20% assembled in a room, and I'd like to speak to them. Oh, my God. Uh, Anyway, we got some good texts at the text line, 415-295-KFTC. That's my favorite place to get texts,
1: 415-295-KFTC, the text line.
0: This this is a little rundown of the different kind of people that are out there. Okay. All right. Almost all of them were the same. Uh, Thanks, Jack and Joe, for helping the military. I will donate. Also, thanks for making me late for work. Can't put on makeup when my eyes are tearing up. Hashtag Freedom Station. Oh, my God. I'm surprised I kept it together. Good Lord, what an amazing lady. I'm so inspired by her. Yeah, she's amazing. Sandy is amazing. Well, and, and all the volunteers yeah. there. Uh, you see the goodness of humanity on display. Love this woman. Active Cal Guard Army component here. Thank you, ma'am. Also got this one. When will this lady stop talking? Mm, excellent. Yeah, just interesting just interesting different oh, kind yeah. of people that are out yeah. there yep yep
1: yep thanks there is a little uh little gesture universally understood gesture coming from the control
0: room can't disagree i'm guessing that uh you being you is punishment enough would be oh my yeah. Guess. oh yeah i hereby sentence you to being you which would be probably not that great right a uh, lifetime sentence yeah right exactly. life sentence yeah. no
1: parole sean
0: <laughs> Uh, we got uh, a couple of these. Is Warrior Foundation Freedom Station same as the Fisher House? Did they change their name? No. This this is this is a new thing. We're doing something different this year for a variety of reasons. If if with the the biggest one maybe being, look, we raised the profile of Fisher House a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, and may, and you donated a ton of money over the years. And something that I didn't even know about, now you all know about. And we thought we could, and so, and, and we'd also been working with uh, Freedom Station, Warrior Foundation, Freedom Station for a couple of years. And we thought, you know, we need to raise the profile of this place because it's so amazing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Signal boosting is what the kids call it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's what we're doing then. That's what
1: we're doing. And the, yeah. And the, so, yeah, we've, we're highlighting another wonderful organization. A couple of people have asked about, uh, look, I look for them on Charity Navigator. I couldn't find them. You need 7 years of tax records and stuff like that uh, for Charity Navigator to rate you. At least that's my understanding of it. Yeah, yeah, and, they need 7. And Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is at 6. Yes. But I will I will tell you I know all these people who run this organization and volunteer for it. I know we know the board members of it. it, it trust us. Trust us on this. They are working miracles. They are
0: incredibly careful with every penny. Yeah, they're amazing. And you'll hear more about it this week. Got some great texts on other topics, but right now we need to know what's coming up. Your news, Marshall Phillips.
3: Well, Trump not letting up on attacks on the FBI, the GOP tax reform plan, great for America, or betrayal of the middle class. And my friends, a piece of cheese keeps the doctor away. Stories coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Giddy. A
0: piece of cheese. Fantastic. Mmm. Did you see the viral video of the of the of the, of the Senator in the middle of the night with the, I just got the paperwork? look at this. Have you seen that? I'll t- yeah. tell you about that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty show. Of the news is going to kill us all. I was just going through some of the tabs I had
1: open to talk about Friday that we didn't get to. These things seem like they happen in June.
3: I'm like, what? That? Who's ever talking about that? It happened Friday.
0: So let's get the news now with Marcia Phillips.
3: He is not letting up. President Trump accusing the FBI of ruining Michael Flynn's life. Now, this morning, Trump was asked about his former national security advisor pleading guilty to lying to the FBI and possibly setting up a plea deal in the Russian investigation. Trump saying he feels terrible for Flynn and that, quote, Hillary Clinton lied many times to the FBI and nothing has happened to her. Hillary Clinton, on the 4th of July weekend, went to the FBI, not under oath. It was the most incredible thing anyone's ever seen. She (laughs) lied many times. Nothing happened to her. Flynn lied, and it's like they ruined his life.
1: I once saw 50 dogs sing the Alleluia Chorus in perfect pitch, but that was more amazing (laughs) than the singing dogs.
3: President Trump now throwing his support behind Republican candidate Roy Moore in the Alabama Senate race. On Twitter, the president said Democrats' refusal to give even one vote for massive tax cuts is why we need Republican Roy Moore to win in Alabama. In this in
0: this current time, I understand his argument. If you're going to pass legislation, apparently in modern America, it's just whether or not you have enough of the votes on your side because there's no such thing as bipartisan legislation anymore for the big stuff, right? So you just plain have to have the numbers. Apparently, that's not the way it's supposed to work the um I know you're about to talk not to talk about the health thing but so the two biggest pieces of legislation that have passed in my lifetime right. practically the big health care Obama thing and this t- this tax thing two of yep. the biggest in my life both completely party lines and both of them late at night with very few of the people reading or understanding them because they're so long and complicated and you got to get the vote done before any of it comes out and anybody has the time to like, Tear it apart.
1: This is no way to run a country.
0: And so this uh, Democratic senator, I don't remember his name. I'm looking at the video. His video went viral in the middle of the night on, what is it, Friday night or Saturday night. Because he said, look, I just got this. We're going to vote on it in 20 minutes. Look at this. Look, they wrote in the, in the margins all right. the editions. Can you read this? I can't read it. Right. He holds it up to the camera. I can't even read this, right. let alone understand it in the next 20 minutes. It's hundreds of pages, and we're supposed to vote on
1: it. You know, it's funny. I was just about to make an argument for skepticism, not cynicism. But then I picture his very party. He was probably involved passing the gargantuan Obamacare in exactly the same fashion. But of course then he wasn't offended and outraged, no, we we need to help the American people in exactly the way the Republicans were outraged then, not now. Yeah,
0: and Mitch, Mitch McConnell said yesterday, he "said Well, if you're complaining, you're probably losing." People yeah. were complaining yeah. about the process. Yeah, yeah um, uh, you're losing. Well, he was on the losing end with Obamacare, so he was complaining about the process. The process does not look good. Just as an outside right. observer, that one party jams things through in the middle of the night before anybody has time to look <laughs> at it, before anybody can get you know muster up a, a defense of it. And just the idea of people voting on things they don't understand is troubling. Right. And then
1: things that they might think are a wonderful idea, helpful to their constituents, helpful to the country, but they can't possibly vote for it because the other party uh, sponsored it.
3: And there's a very mixed reaction on Capitol Hill running along party lines to the passage of tax reform. After the Senate passed that bill early Saturday morning, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell came out, called it a great day for the country. As you notice, at the end, there was not a single Democrat who thought this was a good idea. And so we're going to take this message to the American people also a year from now. Democratic Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon opined.
2: Billions of Americans must be
3: watching in stunned disbelief tonight as the Republican Senate betrays the middle class For the benefit of faceless multinational corporations. In short, suffering succotash.
0: Yeah, first of all, suffering succotash. Secondly, (laughs) um, that's just... That's despicable. You know what that is? That's you making fun of somebody that's got a physical ailment. ailment. He's got ill-fitting dentures. Spend a couple of bucks. Come on. Um... All I hope is the Wall Street Journal editorial board is yeah. right, and it causes the economy to go 3 to 4% over the next however many years. I right. hope they're right. right. I hope to God they're right.
3: A piece of cheese a day keeps the doctor away. Oh, I do love my cheese. Yes, go ahead. Have a little bit of cheese. A new analysis. Cra- uh, are you talking about the craft slices with the oh, plastic? That's huh? not cheese. That's uh, cheese product. <laughs> a mild the- brie. Uh, 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 a fragrant camembert. A what now? A new analysis of 15 studies about cheese consumption and heart risk finds consuming a matchbox size amount, or only one and a half ounces of cheese for each all day. You kids,
0: for all you kids who carry
3: around matchboxes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. One and a half ounces of cheese a day can actually reduce your chances of developing heart disease by 14%. That's not enough cheese, though. If I eat more than that, am I
0: back into the red again? I mean, that's the trouble with a lot of these things, the wine and, and maybe with this cheese. Get it, your
3: little scale out. Yeah,
0: but if I eat that much cheese, I'm going to want to eat way more cheese. I don't have much control up. around you cheese. You have no self-control. <laughs> it clogs you up,
3: Michael. Thank you for that. Wow.
0: <laughs> Who decided to turn
3: on your mic? That sort of talk. <laughs> In fact, science says eating a small serving of cheese every day raises the levels of so-called good cholesterol while reducing levels of bad cholesterol. It is thought that cheese may contain an acid that can help prevent clogging of the arteries. Mm. So there you got matchbox. Oh, nobody knows what a matchbox mm. is. Yeah. Matchbox car everybody knows what All that right, is. A matchbox yeah. car. There you size go. sliced cheese. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Giddy Show, the voice of the West. Mm. If I may be so bold. Yes. Yes, sir. Oh! What? The cat's eating it. <laughs> <laughs> Has he? She's left? Gouda? No. Edam? No. Käses? No. Smoked Australian? No. Sage Darby? No, sir. You do have some cheese, do you? Certainly, oh, sir. It's a cheese shop, sir. We've got. No, ma- no, 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 no! Don't tell me. I'm, uh, I'm keen to guess. <laughs>
1: ah, the legendary Monty Python's yes. Flying Circus
0: cheese shop <laughs> sketch, <laughs> in which he was at a cheese shop.
1: Oh, no. Right.
3: Whatever he asked for, they didn't seem to have. Nope. Disappointing. Best cheese shop in London, Zach.
0: They probably have the craft uh, thin slices oh, between wow. the plastic. Oh my!
1: I'd rather
3: eat whatever is stuck to the bottom of your shoe.
1: That stuff
0: is gross.
3: <laughs> is Velveeta cheese?
0: Sure, it is, Michael. Um, so we got to catch up on some other things. Certainly. I need to talk about Baxter Share the dogging. Uh, right, and and you need to go to ArmstrongandGettyRadio and donate to uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. More on that coming up in a little bit later. We're going to raise $300,000 this week. Oh,
1: man, the more you know, the more you love it.
0: Yeah. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: It is my belief that that is directly because he did not agree uh, to lift the cloud of the Russia investigation. That's obstruction of justice.
0: That's Diane Mm -hmm. non
1: cloud lifting. I've never seen a more classic case.
0: That's Diane Feinstein on uh, Meet the Press yesterday. Senator from California. And she's the chair of the the, 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 whatever the Judiciary Committee could be. Well, she's not the chair because she's in the minority. She may be the ranking member. Ranking member. Hmm. There you go, Intelligence Committee. Is that it? Whatever, doesn't matter. Yeah, you not know right. matter? She is that. She is that. I I mean, I'm that. certain she's that. But uh, so, Alan, Dur- so I've been trying to figure out what's going on and what's not. It's difficult because you got a lot of experts with completely different opinions. And how am I supposed to come to any conclusion if I have this uh, former prosecutor saying, "Oh, clearly obstruction of justice." This former prosecutor saying, "Not a chance." Right. What am I, as a layman, supposed to do with that information? I do take this from um, Alan Dershowitz, who I've always liked, even though I regularly disagree with him. One of the reasons I like Alan Dershowitz, Harvard Law professor, I believe him because he's all over the map. Sometimes he says stuff that boosts Republicans. Sometimes he says stuff that boosts Democrats. So I have a feeling he just looks at the law and and, and says what he thinks. That's inexcusable. He wrote a whole book on how he thinks Gore should have ended up president. But then he regularly... yeah, Oh, yeah. um, That he thought that was Supreme Court... Case was just awful. One of the worst things he's ever done. But um, but but then there are other things that he said that boosted Bush. Well, he said on this, Diane Feinstein has a, no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> Alan Dershowitz said, he, and he called it um, hope over reality for Democrats who are talking about this, which I think is pretty interesting. He was on Fox and Friends this morning. Of course, they have him on because he's he's speaking uh, to that side of it. If Congress were to ever charge. A president with obstruction of justice for just exercising his constitutional authority, under Article 2, we'd have a serious constitutional crisis. He says Trump was clearly within his rights to fire James Comey for any reason, and he's in a, within his rights as the uh, chief executor to, to to decide what things ought to be investigated and what shouldn't. He has the right to say, I think this should be investigated, this shouldn't. Mm. He has the constitutional authority to do that, according to Alan Dershowitz. And so if he does absol- it in an untoward fashion, he'll pay a political price, Yeah, but not a justice Absolutely. And Senator Feinstein simply doesn't know what she's talking about when she says it's obstruction of justice, according to Alan Dershowitz.
1: Diane was sharp in the uh, Taft administration. She was one of the leading lights back then. What are you going to do? Are you going to criticize your grandma next time she says something
0: silly? I don't appreciate the ageism. There's a possibility... That this Flynn thing was all he could get Flynn on, and that's more or less the end of it. They're wrapping it up. That's hmm. a possibility that's yeah. out there.
1: Well, we may. Hell, I don't know. I honestly I don't, don't know don't. either. We may end up seeing pictures of
0: Trump and Putin shirtless rubbing oil on each other. I don't know. Okay, but that would be the whole collusion thing, which also isn't a crime. Um It's, right. it's just a political thing. Right.
1: But it, the it's certainly untoward, unless it lapses into you know committing acts of intelligence for an, uh, an adversary.
0: Obstruction is an actual crime, and Dershowitz saying there's not that. There that's not gonna happen. Okay, so if that's off the table, and there's nothing that's gonna happen other than political stuff with Trump, I would think. Mm. What what is there left? Everybody agrees the Logan Act, which there's no point in even getting into because nobody's ever used it and nobody's going to use it. Everybody agrees that's off the table. Named after Wolverine. So there's just there's nothing. Right. Other than you might find out that's
1: the one where you gotta register as a foreign lobbyist that nobody pays attention to.
0: Yeah, and right. and yeah. nobody, even people on the left on the roundtables I was watching, think that that would ever be put into place. Right. So you're just down to uh, maybe they were working with an enemy of the United States to try to beat Hillary, mm-hmm. which is probably not cool. Probably shouldn't be doing that. Right. We and don't the know. American people will speak. We don't know, but there's a possibility that they were doing that. Yeah, and then they, you know, people will decide. And my right. guess would be the people that voted for Trump would say. I don't care. <laughs> right.
1: Well, it's, it's uh, both amusing and uh, annoying how your MS's NBC will, for instance, just keep making dark allusions to Russia and Russian contacts. And Trump made three contacts with Russians during the transition period. Well, of course he did. Of course he did. Of course he did. You're supposed to. Were there collusion contacts before the election? And you think that's being a really, really bad American? Okay, we'll find out together. Now, do you think Trump, like, shared the nuclear codes with the Russians and whatever? Well, it's, boy, howdy. If we find that out, that's some bad stuff. But keep, quit, I'm sorry, quit acting as if every contact with the Russians is some sort of evidence of something, you know, untoward, something horrifying. It's just not. At the same time, I believe the guy is capable of virtually anything if it serves him. Who knows? We we may find a picture of him,
0: you know, riding a rhinoceros, shirtless, with Putin. I don't know, but neither do you. Um, we got to talk about the Brian Ross ABC thing at some point, just oh, because yeah. I want people to know that they don't know. It. But anyway, uh, go to Armstrong and Getty That's how you donate to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We ought to do a uh, a, a total at, uh, soon. Where we are, I'd like to yeah. know where we are on our goal to hit three hundred thousand dollars. How are we doing so far? Right. We had a couple people say, what's the story with this?
1: What's the story with this? Just go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. You'll see the big giant banner. Click on it. That's all you have to do. Don't worry about what the actual name of the website is. Who cares? It's an administrative thing. God, people make me crazy.
0: This always comes up when we talk about Warrior Foundation Freedom Station because there's a group out there called w- Wounded Warriors Wounded Warrior Foundation, Wounded Warrior Foundation that advertise a lot, spend a ton of money doing it. They've gotten a lot of bad press over the last several years. This is a completely different organization. You don't know what they're about? Google them. You want to give their money to them? Good for you. I'm not. Right.
1: You got to get the name right: Warrior Foundation, Freedom Station, or just go to ArmstrongandGettyRadio.com and and click on the completely unmissable big banner there and give. If you can afford to give five, ten dollars. Money's tight for you. We totally get that, and God bless you for you know giving the five dollars you can spare. If you're a rich guy, because of the liberty this country has given you, the opportunity it's given you, and you've got ten grand you can give, do her up. You will never regret what you've given to this organization. Never.
0: Is anybody in a position where we could do a total now? Yeah, we got, got it. it. Okay. Can we? Do we have the fanfare and all that sort of stuff? Like there we go. Michael, you're on your game, brah. $5,300 so far. from Humble Beginnings. Donations coming in anywhere from $10 up to $1,000.
1: Five large. Way to go, my friends. Way to go.
0: That's like, what is that? Like 30% of our goal or something? Well, you know. and and I I can't do the math on that. but Clearly. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, accounting major here (laughs) to my left. Um... Now, Warrior
1: Foundation Freedom Station does amazing things, amazing things at Warriors good time of greatest need. But one of the things we're doing is sending these guys and gals home for Christmas so they can be with mom and dad, their little brother, their little sister. When they're living through the most terrible things in their lives, they can go home and remember who they are, remember who loves them, and, and just get a, a new start. Oh my God, the miracles. Just by being home with your family that the military does not pay for. Um, at the very least, maybe you can kick in 150 bucks to buy a plane ticket.
0: One of the biggest guys in opera had to step down because he was molesting some of his uh, cello players or whatever. He was conducting perversions, Jack. <laughs> Go to com, would you? his baton out. Oh, boy. More on that coming up. among other things mm-hmm. on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: information.